the rivalry is very intense. I'll give you that. I think it's uh, you know the history that's involved uh, between the two teams. You, you you just feel it as soon as you put your jersey on and you're against them. You feel it. Sean Thornton talking about the rivalry Bruins and Canadians. Hope it starts Thursday. Please let it start Thursday. Mountain Lou, <laughs> 937 WEI. LB. Hey, Lennon in the house. How you doing, Lou Doug? What you say, my man? You, might, you have a couple days to Fire get this up. Bruins and three T-shirt ready for Montreal. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Let's hope I you have it on I, today. They're 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 being printed as we speak. <laughs> Getting printed today. That a babe. All right. I. It's gonna be fun. You guys fired. Oh, is it just not the but greatest? But it's, it's a we, it's a different yeah, kind of fun. That's what yeah, Lou's babe. saying. Great, great. The rivalry, best friend. It's Hayden. to me. There's a different. It's a different type of fun because there is some angst here playing this team. The way that they go about their business, you bet, LB, man. The way that they Agitators. get on the power play, agitate. Get yeah, this your is skin. Uh, full. Not just a little yeah, packet. I don't know you there. Those packets of tums. You need like the full <laughs> Costco size, three hundred pack of tums. Stick in his side. Let him know yeah. you're there for this series. Elbow. elbow in the kisser. Yeah, I look. I, I'm excited. The Boston Bruins have all the tools they need to beat the Montreal Canadiens. The Canadiens. Uh, I, I'll tell you. I don't think the Canadiens' defense. Uh, I've seen them play as as good as they they did in that that Tampa Bay series. Granted, Tampa Bay allegedly didn't have a goaltender, but uh, they were sending guys. I mean, they were the they were making that zone pass, clearing the zone pass, and and the wingers, centers, forwards were flying. Eller's a beast. You know, they got to take the body again. You know, you can't lose those one on one battles. That's that that that's that's Montreal to a T. Coming off the boards, it's that one on one deke. You know, deke to get pos- uh, a good position to get a great shot. And uh, they got to play the body and, and uh, just keep doing what they're doing. You know, uh, Detroit had a bunch of water bugs. These guys, the one thing that these guys got that Detroit didn't have is uh, these guys got four lines. They'll come at you. That you, you know, I, I talked about it a little bit uh, on our show, but you know, Montreal. You know, the Bruins got a got a got a good thing going on. Claude Julian's brand of hockey is pretty solid. That roll that four lines and and uh, Montreal Montreal just ate up Tampa Bay. You could not have been more right, and I could not have been wrong about this series. And I'll fully admit that. I thought this was going to be a longer series for the Bruins, LB. I thought Detroit would be a tougher challenge. And part of that was the history. I look back to the last three first rounds for the Bruins. All three went to Game 7. Yeah. All three went to overtime. Obviously, one, two, they lost one against the Capitals. This was this Detroit series was not one of these series. From beginning to end, take the flu game out of it, right? I've heard more than one person around the Bruins sort of whisper, hey, the Bruins were sick in Game 1. They didn't want to make excuses, but they were <laughs> sick in Game 1. And then rolled off the four straight. Yeah. Take that game out of it, and they won how many of the next twelve periods? I mean, they, was it ten of the next twelve? Well, it's just not no, the next twelve. It's, no, it's no no surprise. I mean, the Detroit well, it was series to, me. to me it was well, a yeah, surprise. But, yeah, but, you know, you 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 you, put, you had a little more faith in Nyquist, Tatar, Jerko, and, and DeKaiser and Datsuk. Datsuk. Well, Datsuk was there. He yeah. showed up. He played hurt, and he he, he brought it. He was awesome. Uh, the, you know, the other the youngsters forgot to bring it, and that that's what you get. You know, you there, there's that option. The Boston Bruins youngsters showed up, stood tall. They did it last year. They're doing it this year again. And I think the Bruins are showing that they don't. Uh, I was just an old man whistle right there. Did I just pulled an old man whistle. It's all, right, it's all good. It happens. I'm 50. <laughs> I, I can blow it off. That, but but you know like you know with the Bruins, you know the young, young guys are just getting better. It just shows you that confidence and the maturity. That this core of Bruins has Brad Marchand not freaking out about uh, and, and the lack of success, but the team, 
uh, has success around him and he does what he has to do to make the other guys on his line have success. So, you know, I, 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 I think this is one of those series that Brad Marchand, he's going to shine in this series. This is his kind of series. He does what Montreal does to the Bruins. He does it to the, the Canadians. Now, let me ask you about the – we were talking a little bit about the playoffs, you know, the, the system, yeah. the way they went about it this year. And and I think when it all came out, we all loved it because it was going to be within the division. We're going to create rivalries. We're going to create hatred. That's great for hockey. You know, and it didn't really happen so much this year. But, you know, in, in years to come, whenever you do this, it takes a while to kind of to see some issues maybe with the new system. But there will be a scenario where, you know, the two best teams in your conference are in your division. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So let's just, you know, Bruins with 117 points. Let's say next year they have 117 again and Montreal's got 116. Two best teams in the East playing each other in the second round as opposed to reseeding. Right, as yeah. opposed to maybe trying to get what you try to do is the two best teams together in the Eastern Conference Finals or whatever it is AFC Championship game, the two best teams square off. It might happen in the second round in years to come. Now, maybe not so much this year because Pittsburgh was had, had more points. Do you like that? Do you like the rivals, or do you think that they should have reseed? No, I I I love it. I I really truly I just I mean. It's great for NHL playoff hockey to have Montreal facing the Boston Bruins in the mm-hmm. second round. It was it was outstanding. You had an original six matchup, an original six matchup again. It's it's phenomenal. And you know, yeah, outside of Dallas that choking last night, mm-hmm. there's been some incredible NHL hockey being played at an insanely high level. Uh, and and teams, uh, it's exciting. I just you know again. The Montreal Canadiens are a playoff-built team. You know, P.K. Subban is an incredible, incredible, incredible talent that we have to we have to be heavy on that guy. You have to be, you know, that, that you got to take him out, out of the series. He's already, you know, I think he's got five, he's got four or five points already. You know, he, he's he's always on the PP, and he's he's got a blistering. Slap shot. He he can let it rip. We got to lean on that guy. We got to make other guys. We got to make guys like Emelin have to step up. That's when mistakes get made. You know, you, you got to lean on the, the the good players. So you got the bad players making the D to D bad pass when we mm-hmm. jump on and we score goals. And it, it's 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 like I can't tell you the the Bruins forwards and D are going to have to keep space. You know, they're going to have to keep that back pressure. Montreal did an incredible job uh, of of. Just one pass in the zone. They were they got the biscuit. There were no D to D. They there was not a, not a whole lot of D to D passing mm-hmm. on, from Montreal in the Tampa Bay series. We have to make them do that. We have to make them make mistakes. That's what's going to have to happen. Well, and that's what the Bruins. I mean, obviously, with their they have forwards that are willing to commit. You bet. on the defensive end. You, you know, bet. Bergeron is known for, but Krejci will do. I think Carl Soderberg did it uh, in this series, able to go back as a center and play. Uh, both sides of it, and you're saying that pressure they create and force those turnovers in Montreal. You think that's not like you think that's the biggest well, think, key to the series. I think I think the, the, what was so good about the Bruins in the Detroit series by not allowing Datsuk, not allowing Nyquist, not allowing Tatar to beat you, to deke you, and beat you in your zone on that one-on-one coverage to be able to make that hit. And that's when you see that you know, like Dougie Hamilton gets sprung to go end to end. You know, the puck puck comes out of you know when they try to make the the deke move in the slot to beat somebody one on one. That puck comes out, boom! The Bruins were the Bruins were off to the races, and that that puts a lot of pressure on defensemen, like you know the 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 back four, not the the top two, the back four, sure. you know. And and so it it's it's no surprise you're going to have to play better than they they played against Detroit. But I think the fashion in which they 
they use to beat Detroit is exactly what they're going to have to to do to beat Montreal because Montreal is all about crashing that one-on-one battles, those dekes out of the corners. Uh, you know, I, I don't think they cycled a whole uh, as much as they did during, during the season in, in the Tampa Bay series. And they're, they, they believe they're a talented group. Obviously, they won the regular season series. We're talking about that old chestnut. Right. I, you know, I don't care either way, and, and neither does neither does anybody on the Bruins. But, um, you know, yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what makes, like, Gallagher, you know, he's a little water bug that loves to be a one-on-one. He crashes in net. He's a nutcase, you know. The one, I mean, obviously, I think the last time they played, we had the conversation. Well, it's a regular season. If they meet again in the postseason, they'll have be they'll be able to show more discipline. And I think isn't right. that when we think of this series, Bruins, Montreal, can the Bruins show the discipline during a regular season? They, it seems like they're more concerned with putting a beating and sending a message sometimes, you know, than winning the game. It's like ah. well, whatever, we'll take it. Right. Boy, Chuck, no, I'm not going to let Subban go. I'm going to actually chase you down, and I'm going to bury your face into the ice. And everybody applauded. In the postseason, maybe different now. Montreal may be a little bit different than they were a year ago, but still, you know that that's there. They'll annoy you. I mean, but we already know the Montreal Canadiens come to the Boston Garden and play some of the best hockey that they play ever during the regular season, during the playoffs. You, you expect it. But again, I, I, my, you, the Bruins have to go. Terry O'Reilly once said, and I, I think it was uh, we got beat in the playoffs by Hartford. No, it was Montreal. It was Montreal. We play home and home. Against Montreal, uh, Saturday, Sunday, 1 o'clock, 1 o'clock, Saturday in Montreal. I think we got beat like 7-1. And we got physically outmatched, the whole deal. And, and, and Terry O'Reilly came in Sunday morning, and he, he said, what the F? The referees have seven marbles, seven marbles in their right pocket, seven marbles in their left pocket, and when the game's over, all the marbles are gone. He says, if I see anybody. Turn away from him. You get the last slap. You get the last fu. You get the last hack. You get the you know you get the last you know fight. I don't care what it was, but you, you know. And we went out there as a unit, as a, as as a, a, a core of uh, twenty players. And I mean, I just remember the opening faceoff. Gordy Kluzak two handed somebody right, and it was on. You know, okay, two minutes for side. They had no marbles left. Like ten minutes into the first period, we've been in the box for eight of the first ten minutes. We go on to win the game seven one because they can't. You know, they couldn't call any more penalties. It was. It, we, but but that's how I think the Boston Bruins. You can't get the. You can't get that that uh, retaliatory penalty. You have you know, and and I think they did a great job in the Detroit series of doling out some punishment. And it and and you have to just. Get it done. You got to make them pay. That fine line, though, right? That Lou's talking about retaliatory versus the overall series. Now, four, looking at the the games this year, four power plays for Montreal in the first game, four in the second, three in the third, then six in the game. Lou's talking about. So you're talking about 17 power plays over four games. That's over four per game. That to me is the biggest fear. I know you're talking about setting the tone, right? But it's that fine line of setting the tone versus right. putting Montreal where right. they want to be, which is Vanek on the power play, a 17% unit during the regular guy, season. Guy's a Bruins killer. Yeah, right? he's, he's got like 50, well, he's got 62 points in 55 games or something crazy, 30 goals against the Bruins. You know, Vanek, it's that time of year. Uh, not for nothing. They're, they're right now, in the regular season, they're one for 13. They're, they're, they basically got, got squat on the power play against Montreal. Okay, so you say, okay, well, you know, not for nothing. I come back at you with, uh, you know, five on five. The Boston Bruins are the best uh, team in the NHL, five on five, even score. So if they can keep the power play going the way they had it going against Detroit, mm-hmm. they're, they're, you know, the, my call is 4 2 Bruins, 4 2, four games to two Boston Bruins. But you, you know, that's the thing. And, my, and with when the, you talk with, about the, the, the power play, 17.2, like that's good. 
It was 19th in the league. Yeah, it was not. 17.2% 17, is actually worse with Vanek. They didn't get any better. Well, that's what you I mean. Know, when Vanek so got there, when they I, when were I, Earlier I said they're not the same 66. team. You know, this year, you're looking at them. Last year was ridiculous. Strike shortened year, 48 games. They had 203 power play opportunities. 203 in 48 games. And, and you know, you look at it like Detroit was second at 185. The middle of the pack, like the average, right? Tampa, 163. They were 15th in the league. 40 more power plays, opportunities, then basically the average, or right in the middle of the pack, you know that's that's a ridiculous amount. And they were at a twenty percent clip, and I think they were fifth in the NHL this year. It's just not the case. You know, this year they're 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 basically middle of the pack as far as opportunities go, and as far as percentage, they're not fifth. They're nineteenth. You know, so I this team, you know, they're not even they're not even down there. They got what two hundred and seventy nine attempts. That's eleventh. So. Last year, it was outrageous. Yeah. They flop, they drop, they do everything they can. They get in a power play unit, and it's good. Top five. This year, they don't get it, they don't draw as many penalties, and they're 19th in power play. So you know, the, the Bruins are better at the power play than these guys are in the years past. So we all know how they are, but it's it's a little bit different than last year. Look, I, 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 Pacioretty. Massive goal scorer. Sure, uh, you, you got to put a bo- you got to put a body. You got to lay some some lumber on that guy. You, you got to stick a, an elbow in, a, in his kisser. Renee Renee Bork lit up Tampa Bay. Uh, you know, basically the uh, Tarion fell out of love. You know, and didn't have a lot of love for him, but I guess he worked his tail off, got back out of the doghouse, and and uh, and, made, and you know made the lightning pay. Well, you got to you, you know you got you got to make a point of, of putting a body on that guy. You can't turn away from any opportunity to. to to, to rattle that guy, and he's a big he's a big boy for them, you know. He's like six two 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 twenty almost six two two seventeen or something ridiculous like that. He's doing some damage. Yeah, he made Tampa Bay look like a bunch of rented mules, um, you know. And 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 Ellers Ellers was was a, a stud, but to eliminate the the big bodies, it, you, you just gotta everybody's gotta come and uh, play. You know, make sure they just don't pass up on a on, a, on the body. Uh, we see your phone calls talking about this series. They'll be we get to them next six one seven 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 nine. 7937 is the phone number. The AT&T text line is 37937. He's LB Lindenbyers, former Bruin. He's breaking down what the Bruins did against Detroit and what he <laughs> thinks they'll do against Montreal. He's already got Bruins in six. Already got I'm Bruins in six. I'm in a full sweat in here. He is fired up, storming around here. <laughs> LB in the house, your call, Sports Radio, WEEI. It's always great to, to, to play these guys. I mean, Detroit was, uh, was definitely a great challenge. Same thing uh, with Montreal, I think. Uh, you know, the... They're a great team. They're a team that uh, definitely is playing some great hockey right now. They played well against uh, Tampa, and uh, and it's going to be a good challenge again for us. And uh, like you said, it's a lot, there's lots of history behind uh, both teams, so uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be fun to be part of it. Patrice Bergeron on bees and Canadians starts at some point. We hope this month. Mutton Lou ninety three seven W E E I L B Lyndon Byers hey, hey. in the house. It's crazy college graduations doing it to us yeah. again. Trying to. Talk to some people, figure out when this thing is going to start. We hope it starts Thursday. Paul is in Abington. We get to your phones. Hi, Paul. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Hey, Paul. Um, hey, I, I just need to chime in. Uh, LB, if you can do me a favor and uh, check Mutt into the uh, the Whoa, the whoa, booth, Paul. That's uncalled for. And, and, and knock some sense into him in regards to the fact that uh, all I keep hearing about is, is so much worry um, I mean, this is NHL playoff hockey. You get to this part of the season, and every team has a legitimate chance. First of all, Montreal was third in the division. If you're going to go back to regular season, but they were third in the division behind Tampa Bay. Granted, it's one point. 
It's a long season, everything else included. The Bruins were the best team in hockey. They proved it in round one. I didn't expect them to lose game one. I did predict them in five games. Going forward against Montreal, the reason I think people get caught up in the fact about, you know, what's Montreal going to do, how, how good are they going to play us, it's very similar to the Red Sox and the Yankees. These teams are so familiar with one another. They play each other year after year five, six, seven times, whatever, maybe they cut it down this year, but they're so familiar with one another. Four times, yeah. yeah. But, you know, Paul, but you, you did, correct me if I'm wrong, you did start your sentence with anything can happen in the NHL playoffs, correct? <laughs> it, it, sure, it certainly can. Oh, yeah. but, but, I'm just but right checking. Right now, the way it's geared, sure if I heard that. you've got two teams right now that's set up for NHL playoff hockey, the Bruins and the Canadians. What I love about the Bruins and what they did in round one against Detroit, and I actually just looked it up, and Montreal's actually in the same boat as us. I didn't realize this in a four-game sweep for them. But there was a stat made the other day. Out of the 14 goals that the Bruins scored, 10 of them were from different players. And at one point when uh, uh, whoever scored the first goal Saturday, uh, i drawing a blank here, um, at that point, they had scored 11, and it was still 10 players had scored the goals for the Bruins. You talk about variety, you talk about balance, you talk about everything. This is the most balanced Bruins team I've ever experienced. I've been following since the mid-70s, so most balanced, three, four lines deep, everything included. I'm loving the fact it's against Montreal. I've got a lot of you know, friends that are Montreal fans. You know, similar to probably Yankee fans, things like that. <laughs> and it's just yeah. great, great hockey time, guys. Yeah, no, hey, hey listen, not, not for nothing. I, I'm with you. I just I don't see anybody beating the Boston Bruins. No, I, I already gave Montreal the credit that I'm going to give them for this playoff series. And the, you and gave the, them two wins. In the, in the, in I was the, surprised. In, in the fact, in the fact that uh, <laughs> I tell they've got great depth. They've got great depth when it comes to scoring. And and but I just don't believe the back end of the Montreal Canadiens are as good as as, as and consistent and consistent as the back end of the Boston Bruins, as in. Uh, third and fourth lines, as in, you know, uh, five, five, six, and seven in defense. Uh, for his career, Tuka Rask has a save percentage of 928. Against Montreal, 908. For his career, Tuka Rask has a career 211 goals against. And against the Montreal Canadiens in 17 games, 263. So against Montreal, there have been struggles. The record overall, 3, 10, and 3. What do they do? That gives Tuca so much trouble. I, I just, it's got to be <laughs> mental. I, you're, you're talking to the wrong guy. You want, I, I, you know, again, I, the, you know what, the the Montreal Canadiens just do not, qu- just do not quit. They, they, I mean, they just go, 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 go. And I don't know what it is that, that why they have Tuca's number, but you got to shake, you got to shake the monkey uh, sometime. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, you know, and, but and, you, 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 you know, say, get- I. Tuka, it's like, it's like the uh, which comes first, right? I mean, you have Tuka's number, you have this team's number. I mean, is it like a matchup as far as speed, skill, the way they attack the, the defenseman? Well, you but, know, and then of course, if that's the case, you're putting all this pressure on Tuka. They're going to get to him eventually. You're going to lose some games, so the record, the record is there. I mean, I don't think it, Tuka Rask is like, oh, I got to play the Canadians. I see that jersey, and mentally, I'm just done. I think their style over the years, especially in the regular season, uh, the last couple of years in the regular season, especially, we have seen. No discipline whatsoever from the Boston Bruins, right. and no real care to be disciplined. Just go out there, beat the hell out of them. We'll try to win this game, but if you knock somebody in their ass, so be it. And if we lose, we'll come back, we get this thing going again the next day. And I think the regular season, you've seen that attitude. And when you do that, you put a lot of pressure on your goaltender. And he's lost some games. This year, I mean, this year, hell, you're one and three against him. You only faced Price once. The last three yeah, times you played Budai, them, you played Budai. Budai has the Bruins number. Who's the guy in the net? Is it Budai? Budai's been in the net the last three games. Budai's been on fire. The last three times you haven't seen Price that much. 
The last time you saw Price was what? It was like December, the wow. first game, December fifth. <laughs> again, uh, the, you know, again, Lou, you can't. I, I mean, obviously Montreal does something, and, and whether it's uh, undisciplined and, and they get the extra power play goals, and that's why Tuka's uh, uh, gives up an extra goal a, a game to the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, you know, Tuka's playing incredible, seeing the puck incredible. Uh, outside of that Datsuk uh, goal in the first first game, which but even that was a crazy goal though. I, yeah, because Franzi crashed the net and a little goal. bit, but but I thought he could I thought he could have had it. But no, I listen, he a goal a game. I I, I got to believe Tuka zoned in. I, I the, the kid's unbelievably confident. This team plays uh, in front of him with his confidence, and and I just again, I the the Bruins can't not play Bruin hockey, and that means you got to run over everything all day every day. Lucci's gonna and get the stupid penalties. And uh, and and I think the Bruins can get this done. And Carey Price, you know, you, hey, listen, it's it's he, he is what he is. He's a gold medal winner. He's awesome. Uh, not up for the Vesna, but he said he doesn't care. A texter says you've got to shake the monkey sometime. LB more than sometimes uh, says the AT and T texter. The uh, individually, <laughs> right? When you look at the Bruins series, we talked about yeah, Soderberg. It's, it's a family show. <laughs> Soderberg, Hamilton, I think individually stood out. Uh, one of those guys, the most impressive individual, like uh, biggest surprise from the Bruins side individually. Not you play up, not unit, but player that stood out to you. Like uh, what was I looking for versus what I got in the five games against Detroit? Wow, well, I'll tell you what, Dougie Hamilton is uh, is becoming a player and a half in front of our eyes, and he, you know, adding that, adding that to, to you know the, the the way he can clear the zone, him pushing the puck up the ice, driving to the goal. That is just such a huge asset. Now you've got you've got Tory Krug, you've got you've got Dougie Hamilton, uh, Dano Chara, You know, it, it moves the puck as good as anybody. You got Boychuk with a racket of the shot, but Dougie Hamilton and, and is just uh, he he's a, he, he you know he, he could be the he was the series game changer for for the Bruins in the Red Wings series. He was he was phenomenal. He dictated the outcome of two games. And to have him be able to do that with all the other weapons that they have, you know, i.e., as you know, uh, Big Z in front of the net on the, the power play. Him. I'm just going to say, you know what? You're going to no, no, get. We you all knew it was skate. there. I, I, I always knew it was there. Well, we he's only twenty. Was. Well, he's only twenty years old. Sure. You got him. You got you, you got to uh, mature. Right. Well, I'm just you saying, get you, some time. You, you, you hoped that it was there, and you're wondering when uh, you would see it. And I think we did see it in that first round. What about the layoff here? Because. Mm. You know, it's, it's, we were talking it's about real. before and said, "Well, it's if real. you get a, if you get a long layoff, maybe you get Pie back." And I don't, I don't put, I don't put Pie. I don't want the long layoff to get Pie back. It'd be nice, you know what I mean. But I, I look as if the Bruins can get, if they can start this thing Thursday night, even Wednesday, Saturday, whatever it is, to three or four days off, that's enough. And the and the Montreal Canadiens would still have eleven, so they still right, be that's nice. That'd be tough. That's not. It's going to be tough. But I'm just it's saying, if, be if it goes to Saturday. And they've got like twelve days off, and the Bruins have seven. I think both teams are sitting there going, "What the hell? Yeah, let's get back on the ice." So oh, I no, think I, I want to get this thing started earlier here. I think it'll help the Bruins. I, I, would, less, I would love layoff. it, Lou. I would love it, Lou. I'd, you know that layoff is real. That kind of time off uh, is, is unheard of, and it's there's no way you can't be affected in the first uh, first one or two games of this series. And I, and and the Bruins need to be focused and, and take advantage of it. If they end up. You know, not playing till Saturday. It is what it is, but there is a definite advantage to a team being off for twelve days. That's mm. insane. It's crazy. Yeah, but you you're saying you can't, you can't, be, the, you can't, you, you can only beat your team? teammates up so much uh, every day. You no, know? but I'm saying you're saying it's an advantage for the Canadians. No, for the Bruins. Oh, well, that's me. I agree. I want yeah. to get back on the ice. Three, yeah. four, five days. Fine. I don't. I don't want seven no. days. You don't need seven. What would you have done during a twelve-day layoff? I don't. Well, oh, that's scary. <laughs> 
A lot, a lot of the LB itinerary. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of lap dances. <laughs> I'll tell say. you what. A lot of, a lot of, How many singles of, can I go through? Yeah, a lot of strip joint buffets <laughs> and uh, a lot of lappies. Yeah, I mean, listen, old, te- old Texas, school. Louis, you got to have Paye back. Okay, you know, listen. Yeah, I'd like uh, to have Paye back, but I would rather be on the ice in three or four days. I'll take that. And I, I get Paye back maybe for game two. Yeah, I, I, I agree, Lou. I, and listen, I, this was Char, it would, where it's a different story. Right, it, 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 would be, it would be huge. If they went Wednesday night, that would be huge. It would be nice. I mean, it, it, I mean, Wednesday. It, First it, guy heard say Wednesday. I hope you're right about it. I hope it's Wednesday yeah, night. That would be terrific. Well, I'm like saying, you know, but if you want a game on Saturday, I don't want game one on Saturday. And Thursday, okay, Northeastern, whatever. Figure it out. Get a game on Thursday. But if not, what's wrong with Saturday? We talked last series. Could have went Thursday, Sunday. Right, same tie off. Why can't we just go Wednesday, Saturday? If that's the case, I like it. And then, not for nothing, greatest uh, greatest bull gang on the planet, the Boston Garden TD Garden Bull Gang, my buddy. All yeah, oh. those guys are those guys rock over there. They can, they gotta, can flip it. They can flip a graduation to a to a hockey rink. I'm and, crap on this conversation. No worries. I just got a text from somebody in the know. Chances of Thursday are now quote very slim. Yeah. End quote. Oh, Wednesday. So still up. the Sorcerer's Day of Wednesday. <laughs> Didn't say anything game, about Wednesday. Uh, game one Saturday. Damn it, that sucks. Series series uh, have to be finished tonight. LB, when he's here with us talking playoffs, is brought to you by Brennan Smoke Shop and by Dr. Robert Leonard. Change your lettuce, change your life. Call 1-800-GET-HAIR. 1-800-GET-HAIR. Uh, we'll talk to him throughout this series. It's going to be a lot of fun. Might not start until Saturday, but it'll be a lot of Boo. fun. I know. We'll get ramped up. Thanks, yeah. LB. We'll talk nah, to you hey, later. You guys are awesome. Go Bees. Bees rock and roll. Uh, yep. LB in the house. 617-779-7937. The phone number. The AT&T text line is 37937. Uh, Want to do this before the break? Yeah, it's 11 o'clock. We tell you you got a chance to win $1,000 at 11 o'clock. Might as well Woo-hoo. do it right now. Get me paid, bitch. Your chance to win 1000 bucks is right now. Text the code word DRAW, D-R-A-W, to 27881 right now. That's DRAW. To 27881. You've got 10 minutes to enter. Message and data rates may apply. Text the word DRAW, D R A W, to 72881. Win $1,000. You could do it. Your next shot to win is at 10 o'clock. Get your trending here, top of the to 2 o'clock. Excuse me. Uh, trending top of the hour. We'll come back and talk about the story of the weekend, the national story in sports, and that is the owner of the Clippers caught on tape being very, very racist. Keep it here. Cream, get the money. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all.